0: Hey, folks, welcome to Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean, the, the Sunday edition. Excuse me, the Saturday edition. It's no, it might be Sunday. Sunday. Fever, it's, it, it's probably Sunday when we're recording this, right? I think it is. It's early Sunday morning. It's, uh, yes. yeah, it is Sunday. It's, it's, it's good to be back. You can see Ford Field uh, behind us, the empty Ford Field, all those. 60,000-plus fans went home happy. They're asleep. Uh, yeah, they probably are asleep by now. Dreaming
1: about division titles. So. They
0: are, they are. The Lions uh, beat the Broncos, Denver Broncos, 42-17 to 17 here this evening. Did they run it up?
1: Did they run it up just a, little bit?
0: Uh, just a little bit? I mean, they did throw a pass in their last touchdown. <laughs> Another one to Sam LaPorta, who keeps setting rookie records, by the way. But but look, quick, let me get your uh, overall impressions here. The Lions had lost 2-3 or three coming into this game. Fans were out there worried a little bit. Oh, my God, are they are they even going to win the division? Here comes Green Bay. Here comes Minnesota. Well, those teams have sort of fallen off a little bit, open up the window, and, the, and what do, what the Lions do tonight? They just they plowed right through. This is easily the best they've looked in a month.
1: Yeah, I mean, it took a little while. They weren't, uh, you know, on offense, they weren't doing much for the first few possessions, and then they just got rolling and scored on five straight possessions, and obviously, you know, 42 points, right? I mean, that's a lot. Um, it was funny because I was talking to Alex Anzaloni in the locker room, and you know, he was kind of saying, kind of making fun of the whole, uh, you know, the sky isn't falling or the sky's falling now or whatever. And well, and I also asked him, I said, well, do you know when the last time was it this team won 10 games? And he's like, um, he had to think about it. I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, one, take yes. And he actually got it right. 2014. Yeah. When your franchise hasn't won 10 games for nine, nine years. years <laughs> yeah. Anytime the sky is falling a lot of times for these fans and for the media that cover them too. Cause you really couldn't trust them getting, getting kind of beaten up by the bears in Chicago last week was not encouraging. And you know, Dan Campbell said it coming right into the press conference. This was a really hot team, probably the hottest team, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. So this says a lot about what they can do, what they're capable of. And they just have to find that consistency. And it's going to be against, you know, teams of a higher caliber pretty soon, Dallas and then the playoffs. So this is a very good sign. It it reminds us what they can do, but they just need to do it more often. They do. You know, it,
0: it is a good sign. Look, you and I may disagree with this a little bit. I think Denver was excuse me. I think Chicago is actually a slightly tougher test. Uh, obviously, that's partly because it was a Soldier Field, but Justin Fields is just is just a handful for this particular defense. This line's defense, and Russell Wilson is not the player he used to be. He can still he can still spin it, fling it, whatever you want to say. He's got a, a great arm still, but he, he's not quite the dual threat right. playmaker. And the and the Lions were able to get to him because his escapability is not the same. The Broncos defense is good, but it's more op- opportunistic, I think, than Scout. Stout, sorry, stout. stout. It's not scout. Don't say cadre. That's what you do. You you scout, right? You scout. You observe. You take notes. You I scout. Stoutly. No, no, no. Look, I don't want to diminish this at all. They were they were impressive tonight. To to me, well, I hate to oversimplify this, but their line was intact. Whenever we've seen their offensive line whole, this is generally what they look like on offense. It's 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 uncanny, and they were missing. And arguably their most important lineman last week in Chicago and Frank Ragnall, you you might say Panay Sewell's their most gifted offensive lineman. Uh, I don't think you'd get any argument from the Lions, but Ragnall is probably the most important. And when he's back and they're all healthy, you know, and Jared Goff said this after the game, right? He said when they're playing like that, yeah. We
1: can do whatever we want, essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hugely important um, to have that health. And they made some changes in the secondary. And, you know, if you ought to, had a really great game back there. Sure did. Uh, don't no, no need to rush back, CJ Gardner Johnson. Um so yeah, I mean it, it worked well. Um they, they Aaron Glenn mixed in uh really good blitzes and and uh, you know blitz looks, um, zone blitzes and stuff and and uh, it came together and Denver's not a great offensive team. They don't have much, much of a passing attack. And uh, the Lions had a really good game plan for this team and it, it worked well. So you, they get a lot of credit for it, but definitely the, on the offensive line, you know, a lot of times as the offensive line goes, so does the offense. And so does this team because this team is so reliant on the offense. In fact, I think it, I think it was, it's very telling that the Lions won the coin toss and chose to go on offense. People kind of gasped a little bit bit on the fan from the fans um but it's like we don't want russell wilson to march 80 yards on us or whatever and score and then we're behind and we want to try to set the tone but as it was it was a little bit of a back and forth kind of chess match for a little while before any team scored so uh but yeah offensive line if they can stay healthy and it's it's tough this time of year you know it's very easy to get dinged up and and right uh toe turf toe is just never going to be right so it's just a matter of man managing it. Um, But yeah, it looked good. It looked like it should look um, hopefully for the rest of the season for them if they can stay healthy. Look, I don't want to diminish.
0: I just want to make this clear. I'm not trying to diminish this win. You win 42 to 17 against a team that's won 6-7. Denver is a, an opportunity, maybe an opportunistic team, but they're also, you know, they have got a tough minded they're a tough minded team. They're they're a good team. They're not a great team, but they're a good team and they beat some good teams to get here. Hey, hey, when you and when got, you when you level the fair catch guy and you hit him
1: hard, we're yeah. a
0: tough minded team. No, no, for sure. I mean, so no, this this was really important. And to the point about the offensive line, yes. If when, this is what they're capable of when they're healthy. However, I, Jared Goff we're thinking about the playoffs. We're thinking about what they can do when they get there. We're thinking about a Dallas in a couple of weeks. I don't want to get too far ahead. They got to go win in Missona next week to clinch this North division for the first time since 1991 – no, 93, excuse me. It's the first time since 1993. But if we think just just theoretically, think about the Cowboys. They want to go down there and stay, on, stay with the Cowboys. They got to score with the Cowboys, right? Oh, yeah. And the offensive line is obviously critical, but Jared Goff is going to have to do what he started doing the second quarter, make throws between the numbers of the field to move the chains when he's under some pressure. He wasn't under the pressure tonight, Carlos, the way he was against Chicago. Yeah. But he was – you know, he was missing some guys in the first quarter, right? He wasn't making those kind of throws. He started to, and then they scored five times in a row.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when when he when he gets time, um, I think it really, it, it makes all the difference for Goff. He's just not, he's not an elusive, I'm going to buy myself some time, move around in the pocket kind of guy, um, you know, and I think the play action was working well for them. When they got the run game going and Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery had a really good, uh, game today, running the ball, Jimmy Gibbs was electric and Montgomery pounded. It is exactly what they want. That Campbell, someone asked him about it in the press conference and he kind of laughed and, I, and they said, you know, is this kind of what you were hoping to to be, you know, and he's like, what do you think? You know, like, yeah, of course, every every football coach on the planet wants to run the ball well, Um, but it's true. I mean, it's come to fruition and hey, Hey, we've all been around. They've been waiting for this, you know, uh, shock and awe treatment for a long time. Right. This is what they've always hoped for, a guy who can pound it. And they had it somewhat last year with uh, Williams and Swift. But this is really the the epitome of what they want. Um, but that helps golf that the offensive line and a really good run game or a, a sustainable, uh, consistent run game is Jared Goff's best friend, because he's just not he's just not an electric quarterback who's going to make a bunch of off schedule throws. And, you know, he's a very when he has time off schedule, off platform, whatever you want. Mr. Brainiac here, Mr. PFF, uh, you know. But when he has time, yeah, he's really accurate. He's confident. He makes great throws and good plays and good decisions. And he certainly made those when he had time today.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's going to have to make a few under duress each game against the, the best teams right. in order for the Lions to do. By the way, you were you're talking about Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. I don't know if mentioned well, really. you mentioned Sam Laporta. Maybe you did. Maybe you did. You mentioned him five times. You did mention it. You did mention Dan Campbell. And I was kind of joking. What do you think? Well, you know what else he said? He, he said, well, I, I've never really heard him kind of say, I told you so before. He didn't use those words. Mm-hmm. But he kind of leaned into that. It has to do with the draft and the uh-huh, rookies yeah. and the criticism. And we're going to tell you what he said and have a little fun with that when we come right back after a quick break. Uh, right does that sound good yes all right we'll take that break we'll be right back and we'll let you know what uh how dan campbell not wagged his finger but uh, kind of said hey, i told you so a little bit <laughs> Welcome back to Free Press Sports, the the Lions edition, the game edition. I keep I, I want to say it's Sunday night, but again it's Saturday night. It's confusing around the holidays. Monday they play Thursday games. Saturday. all – yeah, they all once college football is done, at least the regular season college football and the, and the conference tournaments are done. Friday every Saturday. every night is available. Yeah, so it's uh, it's great. All right, we we. Going into the break, we talked about Dan Campbell and what I think sounded a little bit like it, I told you. So I want to hear what you say. He was talking about Gibbs and Laporta. Somebody was asked about their production, their play. Maybe he was asked about Laporta and he brought Gibbs in. And he's just kind of marveling at, at what these two have done. Laporta all year, Gibbs for most of the year, and who, by the way, this he was he had almost 10 yards of pop tonight, but you know he was running hard. Oh, yeah, no, and he gets the edge. His speed, he's starting to. He there's very his shoulder. There's very little hesitation now with him, which we saw at the beginning of the year. Where should he go? Is he following his blockers? Is he following the right lanes? All of that. There's no hesitation now at all. It's yeah. just, and he's just going to keep getting better and better. And to Campbell's point, as he's talking about this, he says, and I'm paraphrasing here. By the way, we took some criticism when those two were drafted, and then he kind of paused. And what did he say? Well, they're 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 pretty good. They're not too yeah. bad. I can't remember no. exactly how he phrased it, but he was basically saying, "Look on the field, you know." And he 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 didn't say, "I told you
1: so," but it was absolutely implied. Uh, oh, absolutely! More than implied. I mean, it was other than saying "I told you so" and "we told you so." He was giving, he was trying to give Brad Holmes credit, he was. and um you know, and it was true. I mean, I think that you know, they didn't seem like the obvious, most important needs, and I think people wanted Bijan Robinson more than they wanted or Jalen Taylor Carter, Gids. yeah, or Jalen Carter. You know, so you know that's that's understandable and. And, uh, but they've, they've, they've panned out now, you know, not everybody's panned out for, for these, for this team, but they they've done, they've done well drafting, you know, Brad Holmes does deserve credit. They do deserve, you know, Cam, Cam was part of this too. Right. And I'm sure he gets, uh, you know, they talk and, and what do you think? And, and we're behind this. And, you know, according, according to them, they're always, it's always kumbaya. There's 100% agreement. Of course, that's never really true. But, um, but yeah, they, if they believe in these players, they've definitely shown um, that they're, not only worthy of where they were picked, but I mean, Sam Laporta is just on a different planet. Um, I, you know, he just has a skill set that is just crazy. Yeah, um, I, I mean, he's, I mean, he's got to be there. Offensive MVP, maybe. I mean, even more than St. Brown. Brown. He's been. Uh, they're close. I mean, Saint they're Brown, close. St. Brown gets double teamed a lot. He gets bracketed. You know, it's like mm-hmm. he can't move as freely as he does normally. But that opens things up for Laporta. It's harder. You know, he's got a tight. He's usually got a linebacker on him, so it's easier to to beat a linebacker than it is to a cornerback or a safety. So, uh, but he has been tremendous. Um, so, yeah, you get a lot of credit, and this is this team has not had great success. Before T.J. Hawkinson of drafting tight ends, they always get criticized. They got criticized for years. So, um, they've exercised that ghost, I think. So, yeah, absolutely. Credit to, to, to Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes for for making these picks and having the conviction. You're talking about
0: uh, St. Brown getting bracketed
1: and Laporte
0: and how they – last week against the Bears, they both those guys got taken out a little bit. The running game wasn't quite as effective, partly because Ragnall wasn't there. Yeah. Today, the line's back. Look. La- Laporta and, uh, and St. Brown are doing their thing. But guess who else is starting to come? Oh, your guy. Just, just a little. Your guy. Just a little. He had four catches tonight, which amazingly enough in his second season is a career high. I mean, it's not, you know, normally we wouldn't celebrate four catches. But for him. Well,
1: receivers it, don't get that many catches.
0: No, it, but but no, not as many as generally a tight end, say, right. But for him, it's not the catches. The Yes, the catches are important. By the way, he did catch one ball. When he had somebody on his back at the sideline, away from his body, so that was was that the first time you've actually seen him go out and no. get a ball like that? No, he's actually catching. go out and get a ball and bring it in, um, defended. Not as
1: yeah, I mean this has that, been the most acrobatic kind of yeah. And, go,
0: and golf mentioned it afterwards. He's catching now or throwing when they're not basically when they're not great throws. Mm-hmm. That was uh, probably as tough a catch as he had. He had another play where he it took a pass, a sort of a swing pass out the sideline, made a guy miss and lowered his shoulder and got hit out of bounds. He picked up the first down. If he's now, Carlos, going to start becoming somebody that will help move the sticks and then along with the threat and having to worry about, you know, the defense has got to bring a safety over the top all the time because of the threat of that speed. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to start making plays underneath, what, what are we
1: looking at here? We're just looking at Ben Johnson going to the chargers even faster. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's impressive. And he's he has so much speed to burn and that's, that's uh that's always been his calling card it's going to be his calling card it's going to be the big threat that he has and if you're moving if you're if you're using him on on shallow crosses and and end arounds here and there i mean that's that's a great weapon to have um and i think it's going to take a little time i don't know it's going to we were talking about this a little bit sean and um just going you know sideline route right just a go route it, it, is Golf gonna? Are they ever gonna get on the same page this season? Because he's got so much. I mean, he either he usually has to adjust, he slow mm-hmm. up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Golf kind of overthrew him today because he's just flying. I mean, you got a Rocky ship out yeah. there trying to hit him, and then underthrew him uh, one other time. And he underthrew him, and it, it's just tough. I mean, I mean, don't people who remember this Calvin and Stafford took a little while. They too, because um, that's a different level of speed, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, so, but uh, yeah, they can utilize the speed <laughs> in different ways. And Ben Johnson can, I mean, you know, he's able to do it. Um, that's a great weapon to have. Um, it's exciting. And I, 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 I his, I've said this all. The, I've said the whole time. I like the way I like the way he approaches the game. Mm-hmm. His joyfulness of it, mm-hmm. his attitude, and he enjoys it. And also the toughness. He's showing a little toughness, like you said, making guys miss, fighting for more yards, mm-hmm. lowering your shoulders. So that's that's a fun part of him that I think you know more fans will embrace. No, for sure. And Jared
0: Goff said after the game, he said, "Look, we're starting to trust him," and and they wouldn't be. The first series of the game, I think they targeted him twice. I don't, I don't even know that they ran. They ended up punting, but the fact that they were targeting him shows you they're trusting him right. more and more. And it also shows you what you're doing what he's doing in practice, as you and I were talking about during the game. Yeah. Golf more, more, or less, said that after the game. But if he's look, he's he, he, at some point, you know, he's going to bust a, a bust a big run off or not a big run, a big playoff in some capacity. You think about the playoffs, though, Carlos. And I want to talk to you about next week in Minnesota and then maybe the Cowboys and. What kind of team they might have in the playoffs? But he's somebody that it just takes one play sometimes when you're in a tighter game in a playoff or you're trying to keep up with somebody, and you need something to happen, right? If he's getting to the point where he can get across or get an out, and somebody slips and he's up the sideline, whatever. But just even just once a game, yeah. Or in a tight game, that's yeah. just, it's just another place to go that's yeah. going to make them more yeah. difficult. All right, so they go to Minnesota next week. They have a chance to clinch for the first time since 1993, which is, it's really something actually. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. what, what do you think? Is, is that sort of dawn on you? Just that I don't want to say historical, but
1: kind of is yeah. for this team. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something that it's just been hard to entertain. And when they've had good seasons in the past, like we said, I think it was 11 wins in 14, uh, the Packers that year, I think we just better. So um, I don't know if it's the Packers, but it probably was. Uh, You know, they've just been caught in a tough division with, you know, back to back Hall of Famers, quarterbacks to the Packers. Um, You know, so this is uh, this is an opportunity for them. And I think there's it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to win the division, whether they do it next week or the week after whatever. But it looks more and more, you know, Minnesota's doing everything they can. They lost today to to help the Lions. Um, So this is this is kind of I mean, it's one of those, you know, same old Lions, but this is the strange new Lions, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, everything's breaking their way. They're they're when they're struggling, the other teams in the division are struggling, um, you know, so that's, that's things are playing out for them and the fans for once. Cause it's been, it's been a tough 60 plus year, Sean. So uh, this will be nice. You think, you think they're going to do, a, you know, is it almost, unfortunately they can't celebrate at home. I mean, that's the only sad part. They're not back for three weeks. Right, so, yeah. But it, I mean, I guess, you know, if you're a Lions fan, you're going to take it any way you can. Right. No, for sure. I don't
0: think they want to celebrate this home because then that would mean they lose that Minnesota, lose to Dallas.
1: Oh, no. Right, And then right,
0: it comes right, back right, here. But right. no, you. I, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, it would be lot of fun if they
1: celebrated at home i'm just thinking about um well, a quick question will they do a, just a premature if they do win next week like a premature banner raising for the division title Into uh games? yeah no i mean no <laughs> Ron, but what out there holding the there's gonna there be after. some
0: if they win in minnesota next week they're gonna be celebrating in that locker room and they should oh, of course yeah. they, they should i mean absolutely i mean they, they of course. Look, think about where they were when the year dan campbell took over right when they went three games that year they started off one and six last year just the slow, the, the, the build as the season went on last year, where they are this year. Well, we can talk a little bit more about this when they actually do it. We assume we both think they're going to do it. But just real quick, big picture how good can these guys be? We see the offense tonight when they're healthy, when the offensive line is healthy. We see what Williams has started to do. We see Gibbs getting better and better. As long as golf can stand in there, and and relax under pressure and make you know the third and five throws the third and six throws which he did not do in Chicago but he did do tonight as long as he does that i i think i think they could be pretty formidable and you think defensively carlos they've added uh something that they've added but they might get see C. they CJ Carter Johnson back although do they want him back at this point with the way uh uh, Malafonwu is playing. I mean, they moved in for quarterback. I mean, what, do you think, what do you think about some of the moves they've made
1: defensively and then maybe getting James Houston back at some point? Uh, yeah, I don't know about this season, maybe. But um, also, you know, those guys, that they come back, they got to get back into football shape. They got to practice. It's not, they're not going to hit the ground running right away. And it's awesome. We're not talking Darrell Revis coming back, you know, or Dion or so. I mean, these, these guys are decent average players, starters yeah. in the NFL. Better than average, but yeah. Uh, okay. Did you know who they were before this season? Yeah, yeah because he, he was on a winning
0: team and he made yeah. – he was part of a really good defensive made plays, but okay. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, You know, it's not – to me, can they – how good can they be? I mean, I think you kind of said it is you – almost, you almost said it is directly is when everything's perfect for Jared Goff, they can be very good. Yeah. It's hard to have everything perfect. In the playoffs, especially um, any little thing can go wrong. So, and they're going to play much tougher defense. And the thing you said about JMO, like, yeah, would it be nice to have an option like that? You know, especially in tighter games in the playoffs. Yeah. You're going to be playing some pretty good defenses. Chances are in the, he's going to be critical. Box, isn't he? It's going to be, well, he's going to be critical, but it's not going to be that easy for him to no, get no. Open and make these plays. But what he
0: showed tonight, we were talking about this. I
1: not, don't
0: necessarily want to go back to this. But we should. You're talking about St. Brown and Laporta. And the running game, the best the best defenses in the NFL can make it really tough to run no matter how good your running game is. Yeah. You know, Laporta, as good as he's been, St. Brown is as good as he's been. All of a sudden, you got somebody over on the outside who's not just a once-a-game-down-the-field threat, but a legitimate uh, helper of moving the chains and playmaker. And that, that, to me, changes things against the best defenses. Not that they're going to go oh, run yeah. 42 up,
1: but – it's another option. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. Sure. It helps. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I just wonder, um, you know, I, I've just said it the whole season. I'm going to keep saying it is it's the defense. It's the defense has to be able to hold up. You know, and they're not going to have to play the Cowboys right away, but at some point they're going to have to, if they want to do anything in the playoffs, they're going to have to go through the Cowboys or San Francisco or the Eagles. And it's going to be hard. Uh, you know, those teams have good defenses. They're really good offensively. They have tough quarter really good, mobile, elusive quarterbacks, dynamic offenses. Um, it, it's going to be a different caliber. And people have kind of said this a little bit, and the Lions haven't had a super tough schedule this year. You know, no, They've kind of gotten, a, yet again, more Lions luck. I mean, we're, we're not used to it, but it's, it's worked out for them. They're due. They're due for a little bit of luck, so no problem. But um, I think they know. I think they know that things are going to start getting – they're going to get tighter. It's going to be tougher. And I think this was maybe – this is a very – the Broncos game today was a good – maybe final legitimate test against the hot team that was playing well. That has a veteran quarterback, not what he used to be, but, a, but a, yeah. a very, a quality quarterback. Um, and they, they got straight A's on this exam because and nobody expects him to win in Dallas. Uh, the Vikings are now down to their third quarterback and they're struggling. Um, so this was, probably a, a good tune up for them and they did, they passed a flying color. So and um, I think you could, s- I hate to speak for intent, but almost it felt like they were fighting for yards. They were fighting to, to, show something you know when Gibbs is long shoulder and making guys miss when when Jame was doing it Laporta when when it, you know Mellifano was you know making plays everywhere when they're yeah, sacking he's, he's been pretty good lately he's been he? very good yeah. and it's and it's uh it just felt that, and I don't know maybe part of it was like hey let's win one for Campbell against Sean Payton right I mean you maybe, know that Campbell maybe has talked, a little bit he's talked to us all week about Sean Payton no I've mm, been shy about that you know he's talking to for the sure about the, that. for
0: <laughs> sure they probably wanted that to a degree but they also were getting tired of hearing and Sure. You know, they'd lost two or three. They've been struggling, especially offensively, and which has been their, their bread and butter all season. And and, and that's what really I started. To, I think started to worry a lot of the fans Right was the offense. They understand the defense has been what it's been all season. But when you see them scuffling and scoring 13 points in Chicago against a decent defense but not a great defense, defense that got a little bit better because of who they've added at the – Straight deadline, but it could've, lines could have gone. Yeah, too, right, yeah. right. Another. Uh, <laughs> huh, yeah, we don't we don't we don't need to go there. Or maybe you do want to go there. I don't know. But in, in in any case, look, we're not saying they're going to go in the Super Bowl. that They're even Super Bowl contender. Although those Dan Campbell said up to the game. It's, a, it's about matchups. And sometimes that's you get sure, the right match. And, and there, there's a, there's a lot of truth to that. Bottom line, I want to get your last thoughts. They needed to play better. They did. Absolutely. That's the first step. Well, wow. so so so, what's the next one? I mean, aside from winning the division, what what do they go from here? What would you like to see?
1: Um, I would like to see a um, decisive win on the road against Minnesota to emphatically clinch the NFC North for the first time, leave no doubt, um, bury the team there in that Viking ship of a stadium, and then go to Dallas and and at least. Keep it close, be competitive, Be competitive. don't get run off the field. Um, And it's also, it'll be interesting because after they win the division title, it's like, you know, you got to feel good about yourself, confident, but you can't let it stop there. And they're going to be hearing nothing, nothing but praise about winning, you know, clinching the division and and they may clinch it tomorrow, Uh, but uh, winning the division, they're going to get, they don't, a lot of these players, I mean, like Anzalone is a smart guy. He's a veteran. He did figure out that it had been nine years, but, Two one is a lot of players don't know how long it's been. A lot of players don't know the depths of despair of this franchise and their fan base. And they just don't understand what all this losing has done to the fans. And the flip side of that is when you win, finally, they're going to hear it so much. It's going to be a challenge for the coaches to keep their heads on straight and to tell them like this is not work. Excuse me, this is not where it ends. we got a lot more to go. We can't let up because Dallas is out there. If you thought that Peyton was going to score 50 points or whatever, try to bear some, you can bet that that the Cowboys are going to try to do the same. Oh, for sure. And they they can. They can do it. So, that's a really dangerous game. Don't get embarrassed out in Dallas, and that will give you hope for the playoffs. So, clinch in Minnesota. I don't know that they can clinch it tomorrow, right?
0: Because Minnesota is – they lost today. They're what, uh seven and seven, if I'm not mistaken. So they're three
1: clinch a uh playoffs they can, tomorrow. Yeah, playoffs, but they can't clinch right. the division. division.
0: Minnesota's three games behind, they're three games left. Do the math. One more one more combination of loss, win, or tie. Maybe a tie. Yeah, or beating, you know, <laughs> and they're dead.
1: If Atlanta um, loses, but Tampa Bay, no, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, no, no,
0: no, no. They can go clinch the division right next week in Minnesota. All right, we've been here long enough. We need to get you home. You need your burrito, you rest. You look, uh, you, know, you look, you look, you know, marvelous. How about that? Can we can we say Aww. that? You get a tan. I don't know how you keep keep your your it's tan a, a little bit. It's, it's a bronze. Are you using in the? Uh, are you in the little tube, the booth with the with I'm the purple a, light? I sleep in
1: a tanning bed every night. Ten you hours. You use your uh, yeah. Yep, your goggles. Completely. Just yeah. you know, for, just think of think of when you think of me sleeping. Think of Christian Bale in American Psycho in his little tanning bed. That, oh, okay. that's me. Everything. Okay, and you yeah. use the goggles. goggles. And, then, and
0: then the the goggles make a ring though, so you cover those in bronzer. I- I ice cream, right. Eye cream. Yeah. Eye cream. Okay. Yeah, special. That's nice. Yeah, that's Import nice. It. it's important. I like how you mostly covered the whiskers, you know, but they, they come through a little bit. You, you. Oh, I could grow a beard in the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> All righty. That's uh, that's enough here from Fort Field again. Uh, 42-17 lines over, over the Broncos. 10 wins uh, with a chance to do something. Get to a place, you know, they haven't been to in a long, long time. In just a week. Until... What? when are we going to record later this week we'll be back with more uh yeah, free press yeah sports all right we'll be back later this week well i'm sure we'll break down uh, the lines a little bit more I mean, who knows maybe some of your favorite sport in hockey or is it baseball i can never remember highline. okay highlight we'll do that all right thanks for joining uh, thanks for listening thanks for watching we'll see y'all later this week